Hello, this is Tina Brigittini at Crystalline Awaken here in West Boylston, Mass. You can check out our website at crystallineawaken.com. Plenty of holistic services to support people on a holistic path for spiritual awakening and growth. And today I have with me Stephanie Philbin, who is going to talk to you about grief and a program that she will be teaching very soon here at Crystal and Awaken in West Boylston. Okay, so welcome, Stephanie. Uh, Stephanie, you're here today because we're talking about grief, and I'm going to get from you so the audience knows a little bit of history about uh, you know who you are and how did you come to this. Um, so if you want to just share a little bit, um, your background. Okay. Thank you, Tina. My name is Stephanie Dion Feldman. I'm sure you said that. Quiet. You're quiet, Stephanie. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I have a master's degree in counseling. Okay. And right now I work training young adults to get jobs in the transportation industry. And I just recently got the certification for the grief recovery method. Mm -hmm. because I've had a lot of grief in my life in the past year and a half and going through the experiences I learned that I was okay with the death. I know it sounds weird saying I'm okay with death but I the experience going through it I understood and thought people should talk about how they felt and their emotions and that wasn't really how everyone dealt with it. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's something I thought I got that other people didn't get about grief. So I thought I should work more with it. So I went to the grief recovery method training and I am now a certified grief recovery specialist. And I think through this training, it's exactly what I was understanding about grief that other people don't get. So I'm going to be able to help others okay. accept their losses and complete relationships is what the program is all about. Okay. Yeah, you were telling me, uh, you know, before we are doing this, this show that you had experienced a lot of loss. What, what had taken place? Uh, in November of 2013, I got engaged. It was a high point in my life. And then the next few months, a lot of things happened that were really devastating. My grandmother um, was diagnosed with an untreatable cancer, and she was diagnosed in January of 2014 is when they finally figured out what it was, and she died in February of 2014. And around the same time, my sister-in-law was also diagnosed with cancer. So my grandmother passed away, and my new sister-in-law was going through cancer treatment and then this past February she passed and then in April of this year my mom's boyfriend passed away suddenly he just did not wake up one day at 59 years old so mm -hmm. it was a, a sudden loss which I had not experienced before and I feel I knew that this was part of life that's not the only reason I think that I'm okay with grief. I think a lot of it is my counseling background, and then I'm very open to talking mm -hmm. and 
grief is something you're not supposed to talk about. Yeah. You're just supposed to, this is what happens, and move on. Right. So death is, uh, in our culture anyway, death is, you know, the dark thing, the thing that people kind of stick in the closet or uh, put it away. Um, and not many people have open conversations about it. And I know in my family, you know, I'll talk about, uh, I talk with my grandmother about it all the mm-hmm. time. You know, after you die, Graham, you know, um, you're, I'm hoping you're still going to come back and talk with me. <laughs> so there's so many different ideas around what happens after we pass. And I think there's some religion that has to do with a lot of uh, what people's belief systems are. Right. And the grief recovery method is non-religious, so it's for everyone. And it's really going through the emotions because the emotions is not the part that gets talked about. Um, people are told to, you know, it takes time. They mm-hmm. were learned to grieve alone or don't feel bad is something people will say to someone that's grieving. Don't feel bad with some suggestion of why they shouldn't feel bad. Right. But people do have reasons to feel bad and working through those emotions is what the program does and helps to complete relationships. Yeah. Uh, so let me ask you this, uh, Stephanie. You mentioned you have some counseling background. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Well, I have my master's degree in rehabilitation counseling, mm-hmm. which encompasses many different types of people, working with people with disabilities, people with addiction, um, people with learning problems, you can work in education, which is what I have done. Oh, okay. So now we're, we're taking it into grief counseling, which is fabulous. Um, and for somebody who's had the experience of so much loss and recognize that you handled it so, so well. Um, you know, I, I think that people would be interested in learning a little bit about, um, you know, kids who are dealing with grief and being an adult, you know, how do they talk to their kids uh, about when somebody passes away? I mean, a lot of kids don't understand. Yeah, the most important thing is to let kids say how they feel. Mm-hmm. The Grief Recovery Method does have a, a book, um, When Children Grieve, which is to help adults help children grieve. Okay. And it's a lot about, you know, we're taught, as I said before, grief takes time, don't feel bad. So we need to not say those things to our children and let them go through their emotions. And if they say they feel a certain way to agree, you know, listen to them, say, I understand you feel that way and let them have the feeling not to interject our, some thought that we've been taught, such as don't feel bad. Because usually the first loss we experience is the loss of a pet. And oftentimes that is just replaced with another pet. So you don't work through the feelings. Yeah, that is so uh, interesting that you mentioned that because uh, you can't really replace people. No. <laughs> and you, you really can't replace pets either um, because they all have their own little personality. Yes, but it, it, feels, it fills that void. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you lose a family member, you, you can't replace that family member. Because when you lose the family member, you lose the relationship. Right. So you're grieving the relationship. You don't have a relationship with any other person that is the same as the person that passed. Right. So that's the grief recovery method is helping you work through the relationship. Because when a relationship ends, you have all these hope, dreams, and expectations 
of the future relationship with this person, whatever it may be. And sometimes that might even be that you didn't have the relationship. Some parents, um, some people have learned when their parents died, if they didn't have a good relationship, they didn't understand why they were grieving the loss of a parent who wasn't really there for them. But they had an expectation that maybe someday they would have a great relationship. So they were grieving the loss of that expectation. They, they, they're grieving the loss of something that never was. Exactly. Okay. Um, and that probably makes it a lot harder because somebody has passed and now they don't have that opportunity. So on some level they feel like they were, they were robbed of an opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And which is probably why, uh, you know, there's a lot of expressions that talk about love today while people are still here exactly. because what we have today could be gone tomorrow. Um, I, I've noticed in, in my practice um, that people who are dealing with a recent loss and grief, and you can tell me if this is true for, you know, doing the grief counseling as well, that oftentimes uh, if somebody had a loss when they were a young child and didn't have the opportunity that you're talking about mm -hmm. to move through a grieving process um, to get to the other side, that as they go through their adult life, every time there is a loss, kind of oh, yeah. as <laughs> compounded. So it's this accumulative um, pain that they never actually process through and they may be having an experience of a present loss but it really is the experience of a very early in life loss is does that make sense for you as yes well? definitely that's something that comes up in these groups often is that someone might go to a grief recovery method program because their parent died but when they are in the program and they learn about all these relationship things and you know completeness. Mm -hmm. They realize, well, I'm really not complete with a relationship of a grandparent that passed on, and that's the relationship they end up on working on through the program. Yeah. So those, if you don't get through the the step, not really steps, but if you don't grieve the loss and the first place then you're going to every time you experience the same emotions just build and build on top of that yeah it's pretty interesting you know as I'm sitting here listening to you my my mind is going and I'm, and I'm wondering about a lot of things um, it's a lot of different types of loss you know there's loss of a grandparent mm -hmm. however uh, in our culture we've we've almost come to accept that you know uh, as sure as we are born, we will die, almost. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's it's almost like when somebody gets, let's say, you know, my grandmother's 95, um, even though there'll be a grieving process involved, mm -hmm. there's also a little more acceptance to the fact that she has lived 95 years, had a quality life, um, you know, wasn't sick and in and out of hospitals all the time. So her her life has been pretty full. Um, she's got to experience many more things than a lot of people. And then we have, you know, uh, parents who lose uh, infants. Mm -hmm. We have people who have had uh, children that are stillborn or they uh, die within a couple of days. Um, so we have, you know, a lot of different types of deaths. We have parents who have lost children 
Um, and, you know, I don't have that experience firsthand. However, I've heard from, you know, people who have, it's, it's not, um, it's not a, uh, how do I want to put it? It's a, it's one of the most painful experiences. Uh, what are your thoughts on, you know, different ages of losing people? Well, what you just said is basically describing all different types of relationships that we have. Mm-hmm. Even um, an unborn child, the, the parent has a relationship with. And John James, who founded the Grief Recovery Institute, that's how he came upon this, was he lost a child who at three days old. And he came to realize that his loss was about the hope, dreams, and expectations that he had for this child. Yeah. So he needed to get over his hopes, dreams, and expectations, work through that loss which led him to get people to come to him and ask him questions of when they had a grief in their lives. And eventually he wrote the book and founded the Institute because he learned how to work through this. And that's what founded the methods. Yeah, it's so interesting um, because what I'm hearing is, is that it's almost as human beings, what we're really mourning is not necessarily the person right but the hopes dreams and expectations of the relationship with the person exactly so when we are experiencing the loss of an elder let's Mm -hmm. say my grandmother well basically you've come to accept that your relationship is what it is right after 95 years Um, our hopes dreams and expectations have already been fulfilled in some way mm-hmm. it's either an acceptance of what was or um or it's already been fulfilled right correct even is though, this what makes it easier uh, well even though your grandmother has lived a full life you know when she does pass that's going to be a huge loss for you because you're very close mm-hmm. so your relationship is still your relationship and that's what the grief is is when Someone's always been there for you, mm-hmm. and then you go for them because that's, you know, you always would call your grandmother when this happens, and then you can no longer do that. Yeah. That's what your grief is. You have this loss that the person's no longer there when you need them. Right. So, yeah, working through that relationship is what okay. the grief recovery method is all about. All right. And the, the um, you know, I know we're going to be doing a workshop here in September, um, which is very exciting because it's coming soon. Um, is there a difference in working with adults who have lost parents versus working with children who have lost parents? Well, the grief recovery method is for adults. They do have a program for helping adults help their children grieve they lost, but there isn't a specific program for children. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, what would you see, um, I mean, if there were, because, uh, I mean, anything can be applied to children as mm-hmm. well, right? Uh, what would you see as the, the biggest difference between adults and kids in, in the whole grief process? Well, I think we can teach children that it's okay to feel bad when mm-hmm. someone dies, which we're taught to move on, to act like we're okay, if you talk to someone who's grieving and say, how you're doing, they'll say, getting by, I'm all right. Mm-hmm. And if we teach our children, you know, it's okay to say how you really feel. It's okay to 
feel that way, then they will hopefully have um, greater acceptance in their relationships as they go through life. And when they do experience loss, they will experience the loss and work through the relationship and not just say, I'm okay. Well, you know, what I'm hearing is I'm listening to you is, uh, you know, teaching our kids that it's okay to be honest about their feelings. It sounds to me like we've probably got um, a little bit of a challenge in our culture to begin with, right? Yes. Because we don't teach kids, um, and not to say that everybody doesn't teach kids to talk about their feelings, you know, to allow them to be angry or sad or mm-hmm. fearful. Um, there are parents who have mastered that skill, yes. uh, but not while I was growing up, you know, uh, you kind of needed to get over it, exactly. right? Um, so we've got this little bit of a challenge in our culture about being free to express how we feel. You know, uh, sadness can be almost as scary as, uh, as anger yes. for some people, right? Yeah, the one the program has a saying that's tell the truth about yourself at all times. Oh, which when I went into the training, that's they told us to tell the truth about yourself at all times, and you don't realize that you sometimes say you're okay when you're not okay. When you're not okay. Well, I mean, how many times do people say to you in a day, "How are you? What do you exactly. say?" All right, I'm all right. right. Yeah, <laughs> or great, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not necessarily feeling great on the inside. Exactly. And we put on a show. We put on a show. Um, and maybe that is more appropriate with some people, depending on who's asking, right? Sure. With your, someone you're close to, you're probably not going to just say, all right, you might tell them how you really feel. Right. Okay. But it's that we do this so often, put on the show, that people just do that automatically and they don't go through losses and relationships when they do experience them. And that's why people often don't overcome their loss. Yeah. So, you know, the, I heard your advice to parents if they are, um, working with children who have lost anybody in their life. I mean, it, sometimes it can be a sibling. Yes. Right. A sibling, a parent, a grandparent, a a pet, anyone, anyone. Moving is also a loss that children often experience. Yeah, grief. Uh, we don't realize that grief is, it, it, you know, that brings up another topic. Um, sometimes we're experiencing grief because we've lost an ability to do something that we used to do. Yes, loss of um, your health is also something that people grieve. Losing right. their health, that's huge. And do uh, people who... Um, you know, experience that kind of loss, would they ever consider like going into a grief workshop? They should. (laughs) They should because there's 43 different types of loss that this program can work for. Oh, why don't you share with us um, at least, you know, a few of those 43. Well, (laughs) every person's different, so every relationship is different, but it could be moving. It could be the end of a romantic relationship, the end of a business, the loss of a job, the loss of a person, pet, any any type of anything you have a relationship that you can lose, yeah, that you can grieve. People don't realize that relationship is in such a broad category. Um, and you know, I too have worked with a lot of people who come in and they're experiencing 
you know, the loss of a job or uh, the loss of a relationship, and they don't realize that this is as serious as a death. It is. Especially in a love relationship where the other person maybe unexpectedly decides that they're leaving. Right. And they're now left with this void. And, and you know, as you talk about it, um, a significant other can be that person that they're so used to talking to, to exactly. going to, and then they're no longer there. It's not an option. Right. Right? So and, and so what we're loss. grieving are the, the voids, the spaces in our life, right? Yes. Uh, what is the best way that you know to deal with those voids and spaces? Because, I mean, we're all going to be there. Should we just sit in that dark hole? Well, we grieve alone. We don't want people to sit in that dark hole. Okay. We want people to take action steps. Okay. And that's what the grief recovery method is, is taking action steps towards overcoming the loss. Okay. Can you give me an idea? What's an action step aside from, um, you know, coming to a workshop and getting involved with you? But what would be a, a something that you would consider to be an action step? Action step would any change that you try to make yeah to doing what you used to do okay you know it's funny as you talk about this and i share a little on a personal level mm -hmm. and i know that there are many people who've gone through a divorce um you know when when i went through a divorce it, it, i had this strange habit of every time it came a certain time i'd look out the window mm -hmm. you know you're waiting for the car to pull in and suddenly the car's not pulling in anymore right. and that that right there is, it's a, a very significant change in your life. And now you've got that little bit of uh, space to fill in. So instead of looking out the window, you got to find something else to do. Right. Right? Okay. Yeah. So anybody that's getting a, a divorce or going through the, a, a big move, mm -hmm. uh, re any relationship change, we're talking relationship with job. Yes. Relationship with people, relationship with pets. Um, oh, yeah. I know my pets. And you know, in the past three weeks, I, no, less than three weeks, I had three people tell me that they lost their dog after, you know, so many years. And, and I have to say, that was, um, you know, it's just been so many people. But those people that have lost their dog, would you recommend that they come to one of your workshops? Oh, yeah. It's a relationship. Yeah. And that needs to be worked through. Yeah. Okay. I I, um, I happen to agree. We're going to stop right here. Uh, Stephanie, thank you for talking about the topic that nobody wants to talk about today. Um, you can reach Stephanie at 508 527 six two nine zero or you can email her at stephanie philbin p h i l b i n at yahoo.com with any specific questions and also check the website at crystallineawaken.com for stephanie's upcoming eight week Grief Recovery Method Program. We'll see you there. Be well.